This podcast topic for today is about why people create boundaries, how ethnicities are distributed, and what forces contribute to the landscape and unification of a location or a territory. I will be answering eight questions today and providing evidence on why my answers are accurate. The main essential question for today is why do people create boundaries between places? People all over the world create borders between neighboring places for many different reasons. A boundary is a real or artificial line that separates two geographic areas and defined delimited, and demarcated boundaries are the different strategies people use to create boundaries. Defined boundaries are identified by a legal document, such as a treaty that divides one entity from another. For example, the wall at the border between the U.S. and Mexico is designed to prevent people from entering the U.S. illegally, meaning that there is a physical barrier that is separating both countries. Delimited boundaries are established by a physical barrier like a mountain or a river as well. The Mississippi River runs down the entire country, of United States, separating, separating Iowa, Missouri, and Arkansas from its neighboring countries. Officials created these boundaries based on the natural landscape to create peace between two states in the most natural way possible. Officials can also base on how a state is defined. Officials in Congress not only decide where to create boundaries, but they also decide if a state is rightfully qualified to be one. A state is an area organized into a political unit and ruled by an established government that has control over its internal and foreign affairs. States are defined through four criteria that solidifies its independence as a state. The first step of criteria is that the state has to have a defined boundary, meaning that the Congress and officials have to divide their state from the rest physically and debate on how much territory slash land that they will have to purchase in order to become a state. The second step of criteria is that the state needs to possess a permanent population. According to thoughtco.com, Congress typically requires the territory for applying for statehood to have a certain minimum population. In addition, Congress re- requires the territory to provide evidence that a majority of its residents favor statehood. The state also needs to maintain sovereignty, control over power, over its international and domestic affairs. This signifies if the trade within geographical boundaries or between two bound- countries is controlled and that they hold authority over others. The last step of criteria is that the state needs to be recognized by other states, meaning that the other states approve of the developing state individuality. You may be wondering, how do humans divide themselves, and how do they do it politically? Humans mainly divide themselves politically by creating internal boundaries through gerrymandering. The act of gerrymandering is when a political group tries to change the voting district to create a result that helps them or hurts the group who is against them. The different types of votes that separate humans politically are wasted, excess, and stacked votes. A wasted vote does not elect a candidate and spreads opposition supporters across many districts in minority. The efficiency gap measurement aims to summarize the effect of gerrymandering by identifying all the wasted votes in victory and defeat for both parties. If it then adds them up, find the difference between the two sides and divides that by total number of votes in the state. An excess vote concentrates opposition supporters' districts, meaning the party's overall influence is reduced and then a stacked vote links distant areas of life. Minded voters throw oddly shaped boundaries. Gerrymandering also erodes public public trust in the political process. When groups feel the system is designed to limit their voice or prevent them from electing candidates, it can lead to citizen disengagement and weaken representational aspects of our our governmental system. All these types of votes are crucial to the separation of humans, and many of these voting parties create diversity within the state. Humans divide themselves politically through gerrymandering and the difference in votes, but they also are divided and distributed through ethnic relations. 
Ethnic groups are distributed all over the world. Many are located in particular neighborhoods within cities, particular regions of the country, or even distributed on a wider scale. Ethnicities are distributed locally. Ethnicities that are distributed locally are developed through ethnic enclaves. This is a portion of territory with, within or surrounded by a larger territory whose inhabitants are culturally or ethnically distant. These enclaves display how ethnicities are distributed locally. For example, Chinatown in major cities displays multiple cultures in bigger cities and how there are groups located within a single major ethnicity. Ethnicities are distributed in different regions all over the world. One region can have many different ethnicities, and the other region can have the same ethnicities, there just won't be one in an area, therefore making the world diverse. Globally, ethnicities in places all over the world are similar like in the Middle East. In the Middle East, the ethnicities are somewhat similar in that area of people. The fifth question is what role does ethnicity play in the development of boundaries? Ethnicity has not only been diffused all over the world, but it has also plays a huge impact on the development of boundaries and borders. For instance, if an ethnic group is located close to where Congress decides to place a border, that border may divide that ethnic group and stir up conflict. As the border is set into place, the ethnic group may be divided, causing commotion. On the other hand, if the Congress decides to complete a census on where ethnic groups are located and how many people there are, Congress can place borders that put ethnic groups together, therefore benefiting those groups. How do these boundaries contribute to and prevent conflict? Boundary locations can generate conflict, both within a country and within its neighbors. Boundary and territorial disputes are often the result of divergent material claims, especially regarding land, freshwater, and mineral and energy resources. Boundaries create opportunity for conflict for states by violating the boundary drawn and invading on the opposing territory, conflicts over resources in areas that are shaped by boundaries and a boundary being too small or too large for a given state. For example, the Pyrenees Mountain between between Spain and France are a natural barrier that have separated Spain and France for many years. Many of the wars that have occurred in history have to do with how much land each country will receive, where should the borders split the land off, and how do both countries divide in peace. On the other hand, boundaries can prevent conflict by settling on a truce by both states or countries. Most likely, many fragmented or corrupted states are not perfect straight lines due to their natural barriers, and most countries may agree on those physical landscapes. So, how do geopolitical forces and factors shape these contemporary political landscapes? Different geographic influences or geopolitical factors can impact the way a country handles or even defines its national boundaries. When a neighboring nation shares similar political, economic, and social conditions, integration is often, often the most important political, geopolitical factor. Gradually, national boundaries become virtual lines for demarcation, visible but with almost no impact on markets and the lives of people on both sides. For example, the European Union has gone through a long process, process of regional integration and now enjoy many commercial agreements and share open borders. The lines are sometimes indi physically indicated, but transit is not restricted in any way. If you happen to be on the border of a town and don't pay attention, you might end up in another country. Boundaries are able to unify and create peace between two political landscapes, but it can also divide a state through forces. Both internal and external forces contribute to a state's unification or division. An internal force that contributes to the unification of a state is how much a state is developed. If the state's economy is suffering and underdeveloped, the state is not qualified to become independent. Syria, for example, has failed to be an independent state because on the map it appears to be the size of Washington state and the population to resource ratio is out of balance. 
An internal force that contributes to the division of a state would be the struggle of the Kurds. The Kurds are a good example of a nation of people who do, will not receive a state of their own because of the victorious Western allies that made a provision for the Kurdish state many years ago that any move by the Kurds set up by through an independent state was brutally quashed. Many nations do not receive a state of their own due to the fact that they are underdeveloped and lack resources, which is what the Kurds went through many years ago. An external force that contributes to the unification of a state is the octopus political cartoon. This political cartoon represents Britain as an octopus, octopus with its arms on many different countries and regions, such as India, Canada, and Egypt. The artist makes a face on John Bull that represents Britain as greedy and selfish. I think that this political cartoon is, accurate, is an accurate portrayal of Britain this time, as they and other countries tried to expand their empires in all directions, extending explorers and authorities everywhere, much like octopus arms. An external force that contributes to the division of the state would be the relationship between the Congress and the bordering civilizations. If any of the bordering states disagree with the neighboring states' independence, they are able to start a war, or put in a bad word for the Congress. This allows the Congress to question the state and potentially contribute to the division of its independence. To conclude, borders and boundaries are very important to the way that a state is defined and how many humans are divided. They are able to create peace between two neighboring civilizations, or they can create amount of conflict. Borders are able to cause conflict due to the unfairness of the amount of physical landscape or the division of ethnicities and how they are distributed as well. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, and I hope to see you in the next one. Bye!